This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Thursday, January 13th. Brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. Good morning. I'm Jeff Nally. Here's today's headlines. What's next for Build Back Better ag provisions? Ethanol producers hit by report of new cut and better late than never for FDA. Dems eye climate package. President Biden's $1.7 billion Build Back Better bill is going nowhere on Capitol Hill, but Democrats are looking at pulling out the climate smart ag provisions and clean energy incentives and moving them as a separate package. That's according to Senate Ag Chairwoman Debbie Stabenow of Michigan. As soon as Democrats finish dealing with a voting rights bill, we'll be talking again about Build Back Better provisions that have the support of all of our caucus, and certainly one area is agriculture and forestry, Stabenow told AgriPulse. She acknowledged that Democrats will have to rework a tax incentives for electric vehicles that is targeted to U.S. manufactured cars and trucks. West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin, whose opposition to the larger Build Back Better bill has kept it bottled up in the Senate, specifically raised concerns about the EV provision. The separate climate package would likely include a series of biofuel tax incentives that are in the Build Back Better bill, Stabenow said. Why it matters? Well, the climate provisions account for less than one-third of the overall Build Back Better bill, but are critical to President Biden's pledge to cut U.S. greenhouse gas emissions in half by 2030. Oh, and by the way, the Ag Committee uh, Wednesday advanced the nomination of Shavanda Jacobs-Young to be USDA's Undersecretary for Research, Education, and Economics. Margot Schlager to be Assistant Secretary for Civil Rights. Ethanol groups sound the alarm over possible cut. Ethanol trade groups are raising concerns over reports that the Biden administration might trim the 15 billion gallon conventional biofuel mandate proposed for this year. According to Reuters, the administration is facing pressure to cut the 2022 renewable volume obligation after already proposing to trim the targets for 2020 and 2021. One ethanol industry source called the report, quote, the same old playbook from the oil industry, a bid to lower the price of compliance credits and, quote, nothing more. During a House Ag Committee hearing on Tuesday, Renewable Fuels Association President Jeff Cooper said his group would be, quote, greatly concerned if EPA is backtracking on its very recent proposal. Growth Energy CEO Emily Score said the Biden administration, quote, has indicated blending requirements will remain strong and we have every expectation they'll deliver on that promise. Keep in mind, the Biden administration's multi-year RVO proposal drew the ire of many in the biofuel industry for its cuts to previous years. The 2022 volumes were among the only bright spots for ethanol producers. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this. AgriPulse Daybreak is sponsored by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative, the third largest dairy cooperative in the country based on milk volume. Edge is a powerful advocate of Washington for farmers throughout the Midwest. 
Dairy farmers have always been leaders in caring for the environment, and they continue to lead in addressing changing climate conditions. EDGE believes environmentally focused policies affecting agriculture should be guided by farmers, grounded in science, driven by the market, and sufficiently flexible to allow for innovation at the farm level. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. USTR sidesteps questions on trade packs. U.S. Trade Representative Catherine Tai was asked pointedly yesterday about the prospect of the U.S. negotiating new trade deals with the U.K. and European Union, but she effectively sidestepped the question during a webinar hosted by the Institute of International and European Affairs in Dublin. We are approaching our conversations with the U.K. consistent with the overall approach we are uh, taking as an administration, a focus on building back better, Ty said. As for the EU, quote, I never say never, Ty said. Still, she stressed that the agenda for the recently established U.S.-EU Trade and Technology Council, quote, is very, very full. Ask about steps the U.S. has taken to enforce the U.S.-China Phase 1 trade deal. Tai said she wanted to, quote, respect the forum and offered to talk about China only, quote, through the lens of the U.S.-EU cooperation and the TTC. China ramps up rice imports but won't meet WTO quota. All the trade data is not in yet, but USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service is now forecasting that Chinese rice imports will total 4.75 million tons for 2021. That is the highest level in years, but still well short of the 5.32 million ton quota China agreed to when it joined the World Trade Organization. Vietnam, Burma, Pakistan, and Thailand have historically been China's primary suppliers, but trade with India has skyrocketed. FAS says it expects India's rice exports to China will reach a million tons in 2021, far more than the usual 50,000 tons. All of the Indian exports are broken rice and can be shipped, quote, outside of the TRQ, avoiding a bureaucratic process, FAS said in its analysis. Tractor and combine sales up sharply in 2021. Sales of tractors and combines for 2021 far outpaced the year before. Tractor sales were up only slightly in December from a year ago, but sales for the year increased 10.3% over 2020, that according to the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. Sales of self-propelled combines rose about 25% for the month, about the same as the increase for all of 2021. Sales of two-wheel drive tractors were up 24.1% last year. Sales of four-wheel drive tractors rose 18.3%. In all, a total of 317,897 tractors and 6,272 combine harvesters found new homes in the U.S. in 2021, according to AEM. FDA responds to 1998 petition and revokes French dressing standard. Manufacturers will have more flexibility to meet consumer demand as a result of the Food and Drug Administration's revocation of an outdated standard of identity for French dressing, FDA said yesterday. 
Adopted in 1950, the SOI for French dressing specified use of certain ingredients. It was amended over the decades in part to allow use of color additives. But the Association of Dressings and Sauces submitted its petition in 1998 asking FDA to revoke the SOI. The 1950 SOI, quote, characterized it as containing oil, acidifying, and seasoning ingredients and allowed additional safe and suitable ingredients, FDA said in a constituent update. The agency said consumers now, quote, appear to expect French dressing to have a certain characteristic not required by the standard, such as containing tomato or tomato-derived ingredients. In the absence of a standard of identity, manufacturers will have the flexibility to use different ingredients to produce products that meet consumer expectations for French dressing. FDA says in its final rule, it's being published today. Finally, here's today's He Said It. I like Mitch McConnell. He's a friend. That President Biden, when reporters ask about the Senate Republican leader's criticism of a speech on voting rights. Well, that's Daybreak for this Thursday, January 13th. Brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Chap Nally.